You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. Talking Wrestling. And I am your host, Casey Corbin. And thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Our guest today, he cannot wait, but he's going to have to because before we get to our guest, Chris Gorgeous is his name. Settle down. Before we get to our guest, you got to hit us up on uh, on the TNW Pod that is on the Twitter at TNW Pod. Uh, go give us a tweet, give us a like, give, give us a life, give us a favorite. <laughs> you you giving us a like, get we'll a breathe, life, dude. We will give us life. Uh, hey, not only that, how about um, hitting us up on uh, Facebook, talking wrestling? Uh, that's where we are on Facebook. Hit us up on uh, where else are we? Spotify. Talking wrestling is on Spotify right now. Go to Spotify and listen to this episode or the next one. Whatever you like. Casey, uh, do you have a Twitter? Yeah, we do. We already done Twitter. Oh, do you have a website? No, no, no. Can I just finish? <laughs> We're going to hit them all. We don't have a website. You want to complain about it, go to our Gmail, talkingwrestling at gmail.com. Uh, what else do we have? We have the Instagram, Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. That's what that one is. And um, TikTok. No, we're not on TikTok. Yet. Yet. No, we're not going to go on okay. TikTok. What about Vine? Do you have a Vine? Vines do not exist anymore. Um, <laughs> we do not tout either. Um, MySpace. We're, we're, no, Tom does not like wrestling. Okay. Uh, so we are on Facebook, which we've covered. We are on the Twitter, which we covered. We are on uh, Gmail, which we covered. We are on Spotify. Oh, if you uh, follow us on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe us. Give us a favorable rating. Or, no, give us a five-star rating, favorable review, and we'll send you a wrestling postcard from the year of 1984 of your favorite wrestler back then. Whoa. Now, Yeah, Superfly Jimmy Snuka, gone. He's already gone. Hulk Hogan, already gone. But let's say, you know, you're like, oh, but what about somebody like Sergeant Slaughter? Still have him. You can get Sergeant Slaughter yes. sent to you. Uh, so... You know, write a review, maggot. Um, that is that. I think we've hit them all. Oh, do you have a hotmail? We no, no. Well, <laughs> I believe you're on the show. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was gonna be Stone Cold. What's that? I thought that was going to be Stone Cold. It's it's never played anything but Stone Cold. Well, the Titan Tron has many tracks. I bet you you have Undertaker, Stone Cold, yeah. The Rock. Uh, that Tri- is Gangrel. Oh, I thought that was Triple H. For no, a that's Gangrel. Oh, yeah. uh, Mankind and another Mankind. The Vince. WWF logo no, before. That's Kane. No, that's not Kane. Kane up here. Don't, yeah, that's oh, Kane. Yes, it is Kane. Okay. Um, this is before they got rid of the F. Yeah, this is from when I was a teenager. Yeah, this, this is, is from Tron. This is probably from uh, the play Titan set. Tron playset. It's probably from the year, nine, I'm going to say 1997. Um, um, I can check that. Vince McMahon is there. X-Pac is there. And the Road Dog is there as well. And and he is the packaging. Uh, Chris 1999. Gordon. Now, let's talk before we get all to the, all the dolls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Chris is uh, has not been on the show before because he said he doesn't like wrestling countless times. However, <laughs> one one show he is a part of is The Apartment. Uh, mm. You know The Apartment. You, you've heard Rory Scovel on the show before. You've heard Vince Averill on the show before. You've never heard the character Lyrical Miracle on the show before because that is... Chris Gorgeous, Chris Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, Commissioner Gorgeous. <laughs> He's got a man of many names. Yeah. And uh Killstroyer. Killstroyer, uh the Cockman, and then yep. people call him that. Yep. A lot the, of people call me that. The, he, some people call him the Walk of the Cock, mm-hmm. and some people call him the Cock of the Walk. Some people call me Jimmy Two Shoes. Jimmy wear two shoes. Yeah, Jimmy Two Shoes. <laughs> so, um you can call him whatever you want. 
Today we're going to call him. Don't our call guest. me late for dinner. Don't call him late for dinner. Call him early for lunch. Thank you. Um, Although I do sleep in, so maybe like a late lunch. Roll over and tap him for breakfast. Yeah, apple turnover. Apple turnover. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. My buddy and I used to do that when we were in. Oh, uh, when somebody turns over, you put your balls in their face. Yeah, we're having apple sex turnover. When we played hockey in the hotel room together. That's hockey. Hockey's great for that. <laughs> um, Fucking your teammates. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's how, how you, the team bonds. Exactly. They're yeah. like, they're like, we all have a secret. I'm like, yeah, we know it's Coach James. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, no. Hey, Graham. It's going to be Stone Cold. That's my guess. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? Yep. Somewhere, uh, Jim Johnson is making a nickel every time that that song plays <laughs> on this game. Uh, Jim Johnson is the guy who created all these songs. Oh really? So, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he. Uh, there's a good uh, YouTube uh, interview with him on a podcast where they just break down all the songs and how he wrote them and uh, you know, like yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah. So, so like Stone Cold, um, he wanted the sound like he wanted the sound. It had to be like Stone Cold. I was like, what do you want? He's like, I want something like Rage Against the Machine. Oh, so okay. he's like, okay, how do I make Rage the, the Rage Against the Machine mm-hmm. sound like Domestic violence, and Stone Cold <laughs> is known for both. Oh boy! So, so that's what they came up with, and it's fantastic. Um, now, you, domestic violence is within the home. That with, anybody was wondering. Yeah, until his wife leaves, and then it's no violence at all. Oh boy! Here he's we go. been you're, married you're, four times. It's not a go. secret. You just canceled your own podcast. Well, he's not coming on. Oh, all I right, see. he okay. won't answer the letters. Mm. Um, no, regardless. Uh, so you are a professional comedian, yes, a very funny comedian, and uh, I'd say hilariouscomedian.com. Well, yeah, I forgot the dot com. So, uh, yeah, and you, you for time, I've been asking you time and time again to come on the show, yeah, and you're constantly like, I don't know anything about wrestling, and then all of a sudden, you work with Bret Hart, or you meet Bret Hart, or you hang out with Bret Hart, and then. Somebody shows me a picture, maybe you even sent it to me, and you have like thirty wrestling dolls. Yeah, that's not even that many. I need more. Yeah, you like right now staring me in the face is Kamala, yep. Andre, Razor Ramon, Mula, uh, Doink, yeah, Boss Man, Undertaker, Rick Rude, who does who looks like Scott Hall and Dan Severn, uh, <laughs> Ted DiBiase, who looks like um, Cassius Ono. Um, who's that beside? Oh, that's oh Dude, Dude Love, Love, Dusty Rhodes, Roddy Piper, Andy Kaufman, Jerry Lawler, The Ultimate Warrior, mm-hmm. uh, Jake the Snake, Jim Ross, and then in those are all just in the ring. Those are in the ring, loose. Yeah, yeah. And then we have uh, the package. Ultimate Warrior with a de- with a decapitated head. <laughs> that's an alternate head, dude. And this is a weird one because they the alternate head they did yeah. as post match where all his makeup would come off so it, but it just looks like they sh- a shitty paint job. Oh, I thought it was Jane Fonda. <laughs> I uh because Jane Fonda used to be married to Ted Turner and he used to own WCW. So Vince McMahon was like severed Jane Fonda head with every warrior. Yeah, exactly. Well, only with the ultimate ones. Okay. Uh, the legend at uh, Jimmy's Superfly Snooker, the man who got away with murder. Yeah, that's where he's just staring in his murderous hands and that. I know. He was like, Vince, what do I do? And Vince is like, go jungle boy. Like, you know, and he was like, uh, yes, brother. Um, we have the, the macho man who I've just noticed the box is like the box for WrestleFest. Dude, the, these which is are the greatest f- video game of all time. These are my favorite. They box them as the stand up arcade game. Yeah. So they look like an arcade game. There's and there's a bunch. And Scott Moran, who got me, uh, who's I don't know if we mentioned he was on your or, you know, Scott on your Moran show. was on the show uh, maybe three or three or four weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, buddy of our our friend Rory Scoville, uh, who I well he's a friend. I, he's our friend too. Yeah, I said I wouldn't mention him on the show. I really didn't want to bring him up, but he already has too much credits and press and all that. So, uh, but no, yeah, I went to visit Rory, uh, and I blame Scott for basically my whole collection. Because I went to visit Rory in New York once. They were living together. Yeah. Scott was like, oh, man, I, uh, you know, uh, 
New York's hard, you know, and he's working a uh, day job painting interiors of houses and stuff. But he's like, oh, to keep me sane, I've been collecting some G.I. Joes. I was like, G.I. Joes? I love G.I. Joes. That's what I grew up with. And then uh, he was showing me, and I was just super interested. The next day he comes home, he's got something behind his back. He's like, hey, man, I got you a gift. And it was like this in-package uh, 25th anniversary re-release of Beachhead, a G.I. Joe. Okay. And it was like my first hit of heroin. I was like, oh, my God, why did you got this for me? And can then, you Now, wait, can you imagine if you got an actual good G.I. Joe figure like Snake what? Eyes? You didn't like Beachhead? Beachhead's sick. No, no, no. <laughs> if, you if you would have got Snake Eyes or Storm Shadow. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, but he probably wasn't, or maybe he's more expensive. I don't know, but Beachhead's amazing. If you went down after... Uh, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. I yeah, maybe uh, Cobra Commander. I think Beachhead's up What there. about maybe William the Refrigerator Perry? That okay, was a GI well, Joe guy. Sure, yeah. And I, they I they went them. celebrity at some point. Now William the Refri Refrigerator Perry. Yeah. A lot of you know he's famous for uh, WrestleMania two, the Battle Royal. But he actually played some football, and um, <laughs> he's and he's never been a refrigerator. But oh what? No, I didn't know that. I he, was he was born. As no, one. he was. A big I thought he was born as one of those little, uh, like mini fridges. Yeah, mini fridge. Oh, a mini bar fridge. a bar fridge. Yeah, that was a mini fridge. And then he grew born. up to grew be up to a full size, a fridge. Full size freezer. Yeah, and then a couple kids locked themselves inside and died in them. Oh my God, that's what happened to Smoking Joe Freezer as well, <laughs> um, who was also in WrestleMania too. Um, anyways, he's a, you know. Who's colder, Stone Cold or Smoking Joe Freezer? Yeah, that's a good point. Anyways, God, it is that a good That would be point. a good matchup. Stone Cold Freezer versus Smoking Joe Freezer? I mean, no, I'm all mixed up. <laughs> Stone Cold Freezer. Stone Cold Freezer. Stone, that would be an amazing move. Stone Cold. Where you, like, paralyze a dude to... Oh! Now, that's happened, too. And I, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I have, like... I told Casey, the reason I didn't want to come on the podcast was like, yeah, I collect action figures and toys, but I don't have the background knowledge of wrestling. Like, I have the nostalgia as a kid and stuff like that. Well, yeah. But... And now I'm like, oh, I made a list. Just he's like, you're not gonna need a list on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, but I have some stories. And now, like, literally, you're talking, and two wrestling stories jumped into my head. Yeah, of course, that's how it happens. Like, <laughs> when you talk about Dusty Rhodes, you don't need a list. You need a lisp <laughs> because Dusty Rhodes is the American dream, baby, and a goony goo goo to you, you know. And Dusty Rhodes also had great music because yeah. his song went American. Dream, and then the cowboy will go. He's just a comic man, working hard with his hands. God, I, I've never. I hope this is a segment you do on every one of your shows. No, it's not. It's Can not. That's you? what's going to make this show special. Jimmy Hart wrote that song. Oh, Jim what? Johnson wrote a lot of the WWE stuff. Yeah, but Jimmy Hart also wrote some of the most iconic wrestling songs of all time, including uh, Amer American American Dream song. Yeah. Uh, the common man, or uh, uh, he also wrote um, "Sexy Boy" for Shawn Michaels. Oh, he's which, right here in package. Yeah, of course. And Shawn Michaels also known for his package, which is also very hard to find. Oh, really? Yeah. Unless, what? Unless he's like a micropene? Maybe I don't know. Oh, That's okay. Marty Jannetty. Um, <laughs> he's one of the rockers. They're rockers. Together. I have one of the rockers. Actually, I have Shawn Michaels coming in the Retrofest packaging from Scott Moran. Oh my God, that's great. Yeah, but they didn't make the other one. They didn't make uh, Janetti. No, so everybody's like freaking out and trying to buy doubles of him, and then you don't out. even have to buy Marty Janetti as a doll. You can call Marty Janetti and just hang out with him for the same price. <laughs> He's like, "You're looking for a Marty party? All right." Um, <laughs> every Marty party, you get to kick him through the barbershop window at the end of the night. Uh, do you mind if I do steroids this whole interview? Well, <laughs> that's why you're also on the show to talk steroids <laughs> and dolls. Some of his dolls have been injected with steroids. Yeah, that's uh, how you keep them in shape, man. Yeah, who's who's seen muscles on Kamala before? Not me. Oh yeah, but you know Kamala, the moon is on the seventh ab of his stomach. That's ridiculous. I'm just kind of sad he came with feet. Yeah, because he was amputated. Yeah, yeah he lost his legs and. Loser leaves legs match. I thought it was. <laughs> um, that's a great match to have. Like, not a lot of people do them because the risk of you, you losing your legs. You, when you leave the ring after you lose, yeah. you, you lose your legs. That's what I heard happened to Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, yeah, yeah. lost a uh, loser leaves legs match to Vietnam. <laughs> and uh, not good. Not good. Not good. Uh, Forrest Gump, of course, not a wrestler. But um, it would be great throw in here. That would throw people off. Be kind of fun. You could put a Forrest Gump wrestler and doll in that in the middle there, and nobody would even notice. 
I love that you call them dolls, and that's really probably pissing some people off, especially collectors. But I think it's hilarious. Here's why I think it's hilarious. Well, tell me, Eddie De La Sepe, yes, a friend of mine, comedian. friend of ours. He friend can be a friend of ours. Of ours. Yeah, yeah, he's he a friend can say of that. Ours. I think he doesn't like me, but I, I'm, I have nothing against him. I'm sure so. he likes you. Yeah, yeah he's all right. Anyway, <laughs> like how that went from a eh, friend of ours. Come on, uh, he doesn't like me. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, but uh, he, uh, whenever I visit him in L.A., I'll, I'll always make him go to, like, Targets and Walgreens and places yeah. that carry these uh, to- <laughs> toys that uh, we don't have in Canada. So, uh, and he he started, I remember we were in a Target, and uh, he, it, it's like a very um, odd couple situation. I yeah. used to, because he is a... Uh, Attractive, in shape, uh, uh, a bit shorter man. Yeah, I am, well, uh, you have to name his flaws as well. So I, you had to say that. <laughs> and I'm Big John Stud. Um, or you're related to Kevin Fox. <laughs> Kevin Fox always tells people he's related to Big John Stud. Really? Yeah, they're cousins. Well, he, he sent me a picture of Big John Stud because I, I took a picture. Uh, I was I was uh, with. Um, Oh God, I forgot his name. Uh, uh, SNL alum right now uh, plays uh, John Cena. <laughs> Not a wrestler. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, played. Uh, I took a picture of him with my shirt off. Finesse Mitchell. Nope, 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 nope. You said he played what? Well, I can't. Finesse Mitchell. I, you know what? I'll remember his name. Finesse Mitchell was on the Miami Hurricanes with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What? Yeah, they played on the Miami Hurricanes, won a national championship. Well, together. I knew The Rock did, but I had no idea. Finesse Mitchell, Mitchell from Saturday Live. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, what the hell was I talking about? You, we were talking Big about John Big John Studd and how you got a picture of him. Oh yeah, so Eddie and I are in the <laughs> Target in the toy toy aisle, and uh, Eddie <laughs> he goes, "Hey man, uh, come over here, Chris. There's more dolls over here." And I'm like, "Okay, well, Eddie, they're not called, they're action figures." And he goes. No, no, but we got more dolls, and I'm like, oh, okay, so you're gonna do this the whole time because it's a very, yeah, odd couple, uh, a yeah. very like, you know, David Spade, Chris Farley situation yes. sort of thing that he likes to, and uh, so I go, oh, okay, so that's what you're gonna do. You're just gonna call them dolls the whole time, and he's like, what are you talking about? And I thought that's what they were, and then he takes off, goes <laughs> to the other aisle, and I'm looking at stuff, and I just hear him go, hey, Chris, check it out, they got some amazing car dolls over here, and I died. I just started laughing so hard. Somebody calling them car dolls. And uh, then I just embraced it, and I love the idea that I call them dolls. And uh, uh, he, we created a show, which I want to pitch, because uh, he'd be like, are we going on another doll crawl? And so oh, that's do, a good name. Yeah, I wanted like me and him going around to different cities, maybe doing shows, but yeah. like filming this where uh, we go out at uh, night uh, or during the day and uh, go for toy hunting. And, and then we keep track of how many dolls I buy and how many dolls. And then at night or another time, we go to the bar and we hit on girls. And then there's a tally of how many like we've picked up or slept with or got numbers of. Okay. And at the end of the show, it's always like, Chris, dolls acquired 12. <laughs> girls acquired zero. Yes. It's like, Eddie, uh, you know, the opposite. Now, I would say <laughs> as far as the, the, the wrestling figures when they first started, yeah. The LJN series. Wow, you really just changed topics right there. Well, no, no, we're on the same topic. Okay, cool. The LJN series yeah. are dolls. Oh, they don't, I see. Action right. figures move. You can't move oh, the arms or the legs. Barbie is more of an action, action. finger. Whoa, finger. excuse me? Barbie what is, have you been doing to Barbie over the Barbie years? Barbie is more of an action figure. Barbie does whatever she wants. Barbie <laughs> can be what... Barbie. No, Barbie... You know, Barbie had all these jobs, and everybody's like, Barbie can be everything. No, Barbie's shitty at all of her jobs. She gets fired. Oh, yeah, it's just too many jobs. Yeah, she has too many jobs. <laughs> it's like, Barbie this week is this. Barbie this week is that. I'm like, sounds like Barbie's a fucking idiot. She can't, thought, grasp, can't hold on to a job. That's weird. I thought a lot of women just they stayed at home. I didn't know a lot of women were allowed to work. Well, that's the problem is Barbie gets a job, and then she just stays in somebody's box for the whole time. <laughs> it was like, hey, she's got to go be a doctor. Fucking Ken's supposed to get a penis implant today, and Barbie's fucking stuck yeah. at home in a box. No wonder you fingered Barbie. Ken doesn't even have a penis. No, he doesn't. He's mm. not even a real Ken. Yeah. Um, All these wrestlers have full genitalia on them. I know. I know. I did not know that until I reached out to grab the Fabulous Moolah, and I felt a bulge in the pants. Yeah, she's got oh, a boy. huge dick, dude. She's, that's what she's known for. Well, yeah. she's known for pimping out her wrestlers. Right. But besides that, yeah. She's Lillian is known for her penis. Hefty hog on her. Hefty hog. That was her original <laughs> wrestling name. Here comes the hefty hog. Yeah, hefty Man, hog. That would be a funny wrestler. And she was before uh, Henry Godwin did the slop drop. 
they have to hog did a slop drop as oh well. Oh my god, I that's the finisher called the slop drop. Yeah, of course, doesn't sound great. Of course, is a finisher. The slop drop's just like <laughs> you can't. Yeah, it has to be a finisher with that name. Of course. So <laughs> so um so w- when you were a kid, yeah. you said you watched wrestling. How did you yeah. get into wrestling? And did you ever see it? Like, what's it like growing up in Calgary with like wrestling? Because it was that was weird. That, it just was huge. so normal. Like it was just so like you, everybody knew Stampede Wrestling. Grew up yeah. watching that Ed Whalen, which was amazing because he was also the voice of the Calgary Flames. So Ed Whalen, and he was on TV. Like, did he ever he use did the weather or did, something for a if, while? If you were ever watching a Flames game, did you ever hear him like use wrestling? Like, we got a ring a ding dong dandy here in the uh, Saddle Dome. You know, I can't remember because those are... And there's a function at the junction (laughs) in the corner as Hack and Lube is coming out with the puck. And, oh, my God, Strangler Steve DeSalvo is in the house. Um, So, in between time and in the meantime... I think he separated some of those. Like, I think he had... uh... I think he would say, hello, hockey fans. Is that right? Yeah. Hello, hockey fans. Yeah, yeah. I think that was kind of his thing on hockey, but then wrestling was different. But it was kind of confusing growing up because it just seemed so normal for like the heart. And then when I got into comedy, it was when guys like you would come through and be like, oh, my God, we're going to go see the hard house and all this stuff. And I didn't even yeah. know what hard house, but you guys were like nuts for it. And I just seemed so normal to me to grow up with uh, knowing the heart foundation family lived here and yeah. stampede wrestling was on tv and like i didn't know till later all the like different territories and and all that from yeah just growing up like yeah it just seemed super normal i only think i i don't think i ever went to a stampede wrestling i went to uh a wwf oh WWE. yeah F event. Well, we when were. I was a teenager. I remember. Oh, so this Titan Tron, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Around that time, my buddy and I would exchange gifts, and we're teenagers. <laughs> I remember he got me this, and I think he got me a stone. Co- oh no, I got him a stone cold figure that you attached to your uh, desktop computer at the time, and it would like play different sayings and stuff. And he. Was oh, like, that's awesome. Yeah. So we do these exchanges, but I remember we opened this ring and we started playing. Uh, like it's weird when you're a teenager. And like, you know, close to 18, I bet we were yeah. well, maybe 19, but it uh, started like wrestling was on. We're kind of like playing around, making sounds like you do when you're like nine. Now, and now my if dad you yelled at us. Oh, really? I think he couldn't take it that like 18 year olds uh, were like <laughs> acting like kids. Yeah, like, well, it says stop it. God damn it. It says right on the doll box. Yeah. Uh, from ages uh, four to loser. <laughs> so that's got to be at least 18 yeah man i'm so you know i'm look at these are jokes you know there's a lot of people out there collecting wrestling figures you know what you're right a lot of four-year-olds can be losers too they oh fuck you telling have me have you met any there's yeah a lot of them can't even yeah a couple anything. of them couple of them barely do any um do you have a favorite uh wrestling figure uh of all time well uh, the warrior was always were you a big ultimate warrior fan when you were a kid the warrior uh the hair the i like literally want to i have long hair and i literally want to cut bangs into my head and paint my face and walk around yeah you could do that though you could do that (laughs) i think i could but uh girlfriends are i don't know they don't like it Girlfriends. Yeah. She's going to like that when I say girlfriends don't. <laughs> well, now that you have your girlfriend and then yeah. you have my special lady friend. Oh, yeah. Because she saw you in concert uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah, I didn't know and she then, was there. Yeah, and then she's like, sends me a text and says, do you know uh, Chris Gorgeous? And I already knew what she meant. Not because you're gorgeous. <laughs> just because uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, then she's like, I mean Chris Gordon. I'm like, it's too late. You've already done the damage. I'm already upset. <laughs> but now I'm like, I like this. I think that should be my... I mean, Chris Kilstroyer Gordon. That's why I've gone for that for a while on Facebook. Uh, and the reason I did that was because uh, someone was complaining how comics always post like, oh, I killed, I destroyed, and then it, just to be a, yeah. an asshole. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Before every joke, I'm like, this joke's going to kill. And after it finishes, I'm like, that joke destroyed. So then I just named myself Chris Kilstroy Gordon. And uh, at the time, my girlfriend was when I posted something like that. Uh, not this current one, a different one. Anyways, I'm probably in trouble for everything I've said today. No, you're not. You're not in trouble at all. Oh. Um, now, but now Chris Gorgeous could be my... You said that has well, to be your wrestling name if you got it. It would be a great wrestling name. Yeah. Uh, it would be 
we'd be great to work Casey and Chris, well, Chris and Casey, gorgeous. We're a tag team now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You took and my name because there was yeah, I took your name um, in marriage, and <laughs> of wrestling. And um, what about Jim the Anvil Nards Hard? I always thought you were gonna say Jim the Aspirin. <laughs> Jim, how about Jim like the? He always gets injured. Jim, Jim, like, how about Jim the Anvil Nightheart? He pops Jim Advil at every Advil, yeah. Yeah, he pops Advil before every match because he's got a headache. J- but I, Jim the Advil Nards hot. Nards hot. He's yeah, like from he, he, he lived hot. in Calgary too. He lived three doors down. I had kryptonite. Pocket full. Um, <laughs> I did. I didn't know they weren't like he wasn't Hart family, right? Yeah, he was married into the Hart family. Oh, married in, but not blood. Like so, because no, I, I it was always weird. I was like, oh, they're brothers. Like that's what I was brother-in-laws. Saying. Okay. Well, yeah, there was like, like so us. if Brett was wrestling the the British Bulldogs, yeah, Brett is brothers with everybody in the ring. Oh right, he's like Davy Boy Smith is married Brett's sister. Yeah. Um, Dynamite Kid yeah. married Brett's wife's sister, and then Jim the Animal Nineheart married Brett's sister as well. So Brett oh, is wow. related to everybody in the ring, and the ref's like, "Fuck, who can I marry?" Um, <laughs> so it turned out it wasn't it didn't matter because it was Joey Morella, and he died a few years later. Okay. Anyway, sad. You know, he died in a car accident in the fog, dense fog. Oh Jesus! Yeah, up in Newfoundland. Dense fog is a great name for a wrestler. Dense fog. <laughs> <laughs> what about Denzel Fogg? Or Dennis Fogg? Dennis. Dennis, Dennis Fogg. Dennis Fogg. Denzel Fogg- Foggington? <laughs> Denzel Foggington the third. Okay, this, so this, I have to mention this. We have a a, a friend of ours. Who? Uh, she used to serve uh, oh, a server yeah. at the Comedy Mix, which yes. is no longer exists in Vancouver. But she is a wrestler now named Sloan. Wait, she, who's this girl? You don't know Sloan? Sloan? I don't know Sloan. Oh, my God. God, what is wrong with you? Is she part of the Money City Maniacs? <laughs> is that the Sloan song? Oh my God, yeah, that would be amazing. No, uh, I don't. Are you allowed to give a wrestler's like real name? I don't know. Tell me who this is. Ariane. I don't remember an Ariane. Really? The comedy no. mix? She was never a head server. Anyways, guys, she's Sloan. a wrestler now. Yeah. Why don't you call her? Why don't you challenge her to do this podcast right oh. now? Right now, well, she definitely. Will. I bet you would for sure. If she listens, you have to put be like Sloan. Why don't you get your butt in the phone book? Yeah, she call <laughs> talking wrestling. Get your butt in the phone book. Well, comedy mix isn't even around anymore. Oh my god, it's like imagine that comedy mix went under, and she's like, "It's all right. I've been wrestling for years." I was like, "What?" She came and lived with me. And, oh my god, here's a wrestling story I didn't know existed. I got no wrestling stories at all. I got no reason to be on a podcast. She did Lance Storm's wrestling school, so she which just closed, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that. After 15 years, I guess. Oh yeah. damn! Yeah. And well, he's uh, now going on WWE. He's going to train for those guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she lived right. with me for three months while she uh, went and took his uh, wrestling school here because she's oh. from Vancouver. She needed a place to stay. Does uh, she know? Does she know Brady Malibu? Probably. Anyways, I'm not sure. Buddy of mine, he's been on the show as well. Oh, there was a guy who had uh, he did his chest hair. Oh uh, yeah, like Hogan did back in the day. Where oh, where it's v. like the T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for 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 Terry Boulder, that was his name. Or Thunderlips. It goes for Thunderlips had that shaving too. Thunderlips. Do you get a Thunderlips doll from Rocky? No, I don't even. I can't. You you haven't seen Rocky three? I mean, I have a long time ago. Well, Hulk Hogan is. Rocky's first match. No. Oh, his name's Thunderlips. Thunderlips. God, the see this? Male. These are the embarrassing moments that I didn't want to happen. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, Hulk Hogan is also Thunderlips. So, Look, dude, and he's also was... NWO. You don't even have any NWO figures. You have, well, you have Scott Hall, but he's not real NWO. I could have got that. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I'm not a. Well, Attitude Era. That's Attitude Era, correct? NWO? What's that? NWO? NWO? Yeah, yeah, that's the attitude area. Yeah. I like, like, see, I want to get a Stone Cold. I want to get, yeah. like, a rock. Well, I, oh, no, I don't have a rock. You don't have a rock, but there are plenty outside. Um, <laughs> you rock, should be able to get the rock. It. You should be able to get the rock, uh, Calgary Stampeder version of the rock. Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, you're just sitting you on the bench, sad. Yeah, you can't find it because he's just sitting on a bench somewhere. <laughs> the rock, that's probably the best thing that ever happened to him, not making the stamps. It is the best thing that ever happened to him. And yeah. I've talked about this on the show because oh. what's funny is the rock. Um, maybe not be the brightest guy in the world, yeah. Because, but it worked out for him. Because what happened was, the Rock got cut from the Stampeders. Dumb as a dumb as a stump. Okay. Um. So, anyways, 
Um, the Rock is uh, he? Well, he wasn't even the Rock back then. He was just Dwayne Dewey, Dwayne oh. Johnson. He came from the Miami Hurricanes, and uh, he came up and he tried out for the Calgary Stampeders, and he played one game, and he made a couple tackles, and he got cut the next day. But the reason why I got cut was because in the CFL there are so many um, places for American talent right. and so many places for Canadian talent. And, in a, and it, uh, there's only 16 spots on each team for American talent. Mm. So the rest of those spots go to Canadian guys. So what they usually do is the Canadian guys aren't the best, so they, uh, they hold all the good spots for the American players, like your quarterbacks, your receivers, your DBs, uh, you know, your running backs. And then the people like linemen, those guys are usually your Canadian guys. DB stands for double boobs. Double boobs, yes. Um, so, so, so the Rock was a lineman, so they couldn't afford to keep him as an American lineman because they okay. have the Canadian guys for those spots. Right. So they cut him basically because he was American, and they couldn't. Um, Good for them. Yeah. So they cut him. <laughs> but here's the thing, um, the Rock's dad. Rocky Johnson, the yeah. soul man, Rocky Johnson. Right. His family is from Amherst, Nova Scotia. Oh, yeah. The Rock's okay. grandmother yeah. is from Amherst, Nova Scotia. Yeah. That means The Rock, if he wanted to, can claim his Canadian heritage. Oh, right. And get a Canadian passport because you can go as far as your grandfather. Oh, okay. So The Rock is, if The Rock would have got his passport, he could have made the team as a Canadian. But then they would have had to call him, like, the Leaf or something. Well, then they wouldn't call him anything because he's a CFL player. You'd have to call him for a job <laughs> in the offseason to shovel driveways. You uh, know, like, the, the thing is, is he could have had probably a 10-year CFL career if he was on a Canadian passport. And luckily he didn't. Yeah. Because he got cut and he went, went into wrestling. Right. So, you know... So we're lucky that he was not smart enough to be Canadian. Do you think if um, uh, some of your listeners like tuned in partway, they can tell I've been on steroids the whole time? Well, they haven't seen your legs. <laughs> Chris only I'm heavy calves. Chris only works out his legs. Yeah. I only <laughs> he doesn't believe in upper body stuff no. because upper body, you don't crush puss with an upper body. Thank you. It's, it's all you fuck with your legs, dude. Yeah, it's you like fuck. you lift with your legs, you fuck with your legs. Exactly. Your legs equal life. <laughs> I agree. Um, Sloan. Yes. We had a meeting before she got into, like, with her friends. She was, like, trying to think of a character and stuff. Okay. And I thought these were amazing ideas. Oh, I well, here, fire up some ideas. Yeah, these are so, great. Uh, one was uh, Saucy Wonders. Saucy Wonders? Saucy Wonders. And what, what is her gimmick? Hot sauce. And oh. she keeps it in her mouth, and she sprays it in the opponent's eyes. Fuck, that would work. Yeah. You get hot sauce in your eyes? It's brutal, right? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Even even if she doesn't even have it in her mouth, Yeah. what if she goes into oh, her right, tights? Oh, right, yeah. And she pulls out a hot sauce packet and people and could, squirts it. Yeah, people could think, like, does she have a dick? But then it's well, uh, hot sauce. Do you know Joey Ryan, the dick wrestler? Oh, I did. I have seen that clip. Where he you, you grab his dick and his dick flips you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he also, but he also has that lollipop, which he oh. keeps in his tights as well. And his, up his butt. And he'll pull his lollipop like out of his tights, and then he'll like suck it himself. <laughs> and then he'll put it in someone's throat. Oh, and then they're like, ah! Pretty amazing. Yeah, Joey Ryan. Well, he's the king of sleaze. Like he's like a seventies porn star, oh, but he's a wrestler. That's, that's his amazing. whole gimmick. And he like wrestles that. mostly women. And uh, and one of his moves. Also, I'm not really a big fan of this move though. Okay, is he'll get behind them and instead of giving him a suplex, yeah, he gives them the breast plex. So he grabs them by the tits and then just throws them over his head. This guy is stealing all my moves. I know that I he's, so good. he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Um. Oh, yeah, so that was one idea for her name. Uh, the other one was uh, nar- Narcoleptic. Narcoleptic? Narcoleptic. So, oh. Yeah, and I said it would be amazing if she, like, because she'd just fall asleep at any moment, but, like, it would be like she gets on the top ropes, flies through the air, falls asleep, lands on the person and pins them because they can't get out from under her. Yeah, because she's sleeping. Yeah, Narcoleptic. I like Narcoleptic. Thank you. Narcoleptic could be a great <laughs> villain, too. Yeah. See, oh, why isn't... Why, like, Narcoleptic's partner goes for the tag. Oh, no, she's off the apron snoozing on the floor. <laughs> this <And> Narcoleptic, <laughs> you can't blame her disease. That's who she is. <laughs> and she could have a costume or, like, a, like a, uh airline pillows built into it. So that, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am liking this. 
And uh, also, like, uh, what's it called when they, like, I don't know, talking heads? What is that called when they, like, yell at each other? Screen time. Oh, cutting a promo. Yeah. Yeah. Or what if you're, like, what if it's, Screen time is a good one, too. (laughs) What what if you're, uh, screen time? Are you guys ready to have screen time? (laughs) Screen time on the screen time. Ice cream time. Ice cream. Kids, bring your loser father. We all scream at the ice, at the the TV screen. (laughs) Um... Yeah, yeah. So, so what if you, what are you, you know, where you like in the ring and you, uh, talking back and forth like a roast, like you're roasting each other. That's yeah, like comedy, yeah, whatever yeah, that's, that's called. Promo class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it'd be hilarious too if the one wrestler like slammed her, or no, she slammed the other wrestler, and then they were about to talk and she <laughs> falls asleep for yeah, their yeah. segment. Like you know, and then the guys like, <laughs> and, and then the guys like, fuck, I guess that's, I it worked so much better last night. Why am I? I'm boring. I'm, <laughs> I'm boring. <laughs> then she comes back. I was just like, I don't know what you said, but then it just keeps roasting. I love that. I love that. Like she, they're going to tag, and then she just falls asleep. <laughs> or, or even better, uh, the only move she's immune to is the actual sleeper. Oh, or, or no, like he slaps yeah. her. He's like, he's trying to put her in the sleeper. Yeah, but she keeps falling asleep before, so she keeps like sliding <laughs> down <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, yeah. He's like, stand up so I can put you in a fucking. Can will you wake up so I can put you in a sleeper? Oh, you man. know that would be the greatest, and like, oh my Ooh, god! And a tag team partner with the Insomniac. Now what is this? I don't know. I just thought of it because I'm like, who would your, if she was tag team and she was narcoleptic? What would your other person be? It could be another sleep disorder. Maybe it's the person who can't sleep. Bags under their eyes, so tired all the time. Oh uh, my god! So so maybe maybe uh, no. Let's see. Like like maybe he could be uh, sleep Anthonya. <laughs> Ooh, and where's a mask? Where's a mask? That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, sleep apnea. Yeah. Um, I think that might be a good name. Yeah. Um, or uh, or uh, what about um? Oh, night terror. Night terror is great. Yeah. Or how about sleep, oh, para- the one of the or the, either the name or the movie like sleep paralysis. Yeah. And it's somebody in a wheelchair that's really tired. Or what about um? <laughs> uh, wait, I'm trying to think of uh, oh, man, I'm drawing blanks on the hair. I'm just, the, the snorer. <laughs> the snorer. Well, I was trying to rhyme. Sn- I was trying to rhyme snorer with something else. Oh, I see. Yeah, the, like the and the move that the snorer could do is like the snorgore, which that? is a gore is like a spear. Oh, like the okay. like Edge used to do the spear. Rhino did the gore. Oh, the spear, spear. Oh, yeah. I see that. I thought it was yeah. the physical spear. Um, but she, I think, I guess what I didn't know about wrestling because mm-hmm. I don't know things, uh, is that she's like like. Thought they were funny and stuff, but she's like, I think they said that usually funny, gimmicky wrestlers don't ever become the number one wrestler. The win the belts. Well, okay, well they're, they're but they're but yeah, but they're but they're more of a joke. But you know who's a funny fucking wrestler yeah. is Chris Jericho. Oh, okay, and uh, he's world champion right now. Okay, uh, Santino Morella made a career to being funny okay. never held the world champion but held many titles throughout wrestling mm. he, uh, he even wrestled as a woman for a while okay. um uh, as, as santina morella oh and then santina got fired by donald trump um because right. donald trump is a big he's in the wwe hall of fame so what? like yeah they, like even if he doesn't become the new president after becoming the old president right it doesn't matter because he's already in the WWE Hall of Fame. So, Wait, do you mean he's been inducted or he will be? Oh, he's been in the WWE Hall of Fame for a long time. Oh, okay. He he hosted WrestleMania 4 and 5. Speaking of WrestleMania 4, I wanted to bring this up. Okay. Because a lot of times wrestling and and um, and comedy are very similar. And, and, yeah. and, and there was this one time where I came out here and I had to like kind of mediate. I had to listen to the problem. And then give my opinion on it. And what happened was, I guess this was at the Laugh Shop or maybe the old Yucks at the time, but you were on stage with a trophy. Oh, yeah. And you had a trophy. Now, did you win this trophy? No, I bought this trophy. Okay, but you had a trophy, (laughs) and you were on stage with the trophy. And then another comedian came up, and he trashed the trophy... And he broke the trophy on stage. No, no. Okay, so what happened? Okay, was, so now you explain to me what happened. Okay, okay. okay I so. used to carry around a three. It was like a three foot trophy. It was half my height or more. Like it was a l- tall, very tall trophy. And I used to bring it on stage and like hold it in the air, like I'm like, like Owen Hart and a Slammy Awards that he never won. Okay, there you go. Yeah. 
And then I'd put it down, and sometimes I'd never mention it. Yeah. And then I'd leave. Sometimes I had a really stupid joke about it. I'd be like, oh, sorry, I'm a bit late. I was just across town winning awards. <laughs> this one's for trophy building. So that was my just stupid joke. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> I think my buddy Trent McClellan helped me write that one. But yeah. He's a good writer. I would literally uh, take it around everywhere. I remember walking. I would have to disassemble it, put it into my luggage to take it like to Toronto or somewhere, <laughs> and then reassemble it. I was walking to the Rivoli to do a show once. Yeah. And just a homeless dude saw me with this, and he just looks at me and goes, Hey, congratulations. <laughs> like, thanks. Like, you have no home, but you're happy for me because I have a giant trophy. Yeah, because you're a winner. Yeah, I'm a winner. If you're not crushing it in life, you're not a winner. Dude, and when I did... Uh, you're a winter. <laughs> When I did Just for Laughs, it was like this. Rory's idea. Uh, so the first way into Just for Laughs for Canadians was called uh, Homegrown. And it was mm-hmm. a competition. And they picked number one and number two, yeah. like winners. Uh, and uh, he said, <laughs> we, I didn't know how it worked, but he... Like, neither of us knew how it would work when they announced the winner. But you kind of picture, like, a show, like a TV show where yeah. everyone's on stage. They, the, the MC tells you who won, and they step forward. Mm. And Rory goes, no matter what name they say, when they say, and your winner, you step forward and hold the trophy in the air. <laughs> that would have been great. I died laughing. I was like, dude. And I was so... I was. T- couple years into comedy yeah so I was so nervous that i was like oh my i knew how funny that was but it was like the balls to like because you're also kind of like stealing the limelight of the winner. fuck it it's your moment as well <laughs> i know and it's way better if i don't win right like if, if you I don't win and you don't do place it. at all and then number two whatever they said and second place and i do it again because <laughs> this some it, when i was a kid they had the hockey awards my yeah. first year yeah i didn't get a penalty my first year Oh wow! And I was the only kid in the team with no penalties. Yeah. And so I thought, that's Lady most, Bing. I thought I was going to get most sportsmanlike for yeah. sure. So when they announced most sportsmanlike, I stepped forward. This was on TV oh, on public no. access. So I stepped forward. Then they announced John Paul Smith. Guy fucking led the team in penalties. What? But he was really nice to everybody. Oh. Oh, I guess he apologized after every trip. So, <laughs> you know. So I that was my brother actually won most improved player. So he came home with an SO gold medal of achievement. Oh. And I came home with an SOB. With fucking embarrassed because I walked out on TV. <laughs> and then it was like, no. And then the other guys looked at him. We both stepped out front and we're like, and then I was like, step backwards. But very upset. But anyway. Um, Speaking of tripping, you had a great <laughs> dumb joke that I don't know. Last night at the hockey game where the ref called tripping, and you go, tripping. This ref must be tripping if he thinks that's tripping. Yeah. Exactly. Hello, druggy. So stupid. Fuck. Like, I might wonder. I wonder um, if refs have ever seen like when a ref walks out of his dressing room yeah. and he sees the other refs waiting. He's like, oh, I gotta change. <laughs> uh, they're gonna think we coordinated. What do you think? Dating. What do you think a referee's favorite movie is? Stripes. Oh, Anyways, boy. Um, hey, what about the ref? What about the ref? Okay. Oh, oh, the ref from Dennis Leary. Yeah. We're way off topic here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, so trophy. Oh, so the reason. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the reason. So, so trophy. this guy came up on stage. Mike Dambra. Mike oh, Dambra. It was after the show. We were all talking. It was me. Uh, were you there? Or did no. you just hear this? I just heard about it because Vince was there. Yeah, and I was hanging out with Vince and Dambra. Thinks it's funny after we're out back at the comedy club and he's like grabs my trophy. I'm like, give me my trophy back. Give me my-. And then he's just like, you want your trophy back? Yeah, fucking trophy back. And he smashed it over a pillar. Mm-hmm. And everyone was just like the most bummed out and like, oh. And then Damber's like laughing. And But when, I remember when I came in the scenario, yeah, he explained it to me and everybody was like mad. And then I was like, nope, nope, nope. It's all cool. Um, Bret Hart, WrestleMania four, Bad News Brown won the Royal Rumble or won the Battle Royal. <coughs> Bad News Brown is in the ring with the trophy, and Bret Hart, who he eliminated, who trusted him. I don't know why, because they had a history of not trusting each other up here in Calgary, but in <laughs> the America, different story. So Bret Hart, you know, grabs grabs Bad News Brown, throws him out of the ring, then grabs his trophy and wrecks the trophy. And he was a good guy. And he destroyed the trophy, very unsportsmanlike. <laughs> yeah. So when Danbra said, I just was trying to be like Brent Hart. And I was like, and you wrecked his trophy. And I'm like, well, nope, that's fine. Fine See, by me. 
Sure, because you're wrestling, you know all these things. I don't know. It just yeah. seemed like a super asshole move of this trophy. And then I remember we were gonna go like, what? Are you, we, we were gonna hang out after I think Vince yeah. and I or somebody. And then uh, I looked at Vince and I was like, uh, or maybe he asked, like, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know, man. I'm bummed out. He goes, Yeah, man, I'm bummed out too. Let's just go home. <laughs> <laughs> then he went back to the hotel room and I went home. All and then I fixed my trophy. I actually it smashed, but I was able to bend shit back in place and I still have the trophy downstairs. Oh, that's great. Right now, yeah. Well, we can take a picture of that. We'll put that picture up online. Um, no, because you'll take it and smash my fucking trophy. I'm not going to smash it because <laughs> you, that's he, hack he has he has his trophy, his smashed trophy on on the shelf uh, next to a can of Axe body spray. So he has Axe and Smash, oh, um, and, and and it's a demolition. <laughs> so Two figures, super expensive, hard to get now, by the way. All right. Now, um, also because, um, you know, they've been other wrestlers, too. They other have... They have like Smash is also the Repo Man. Is there a Repo okay. Man figure, or did you have him and someone took him back? Yeah, that's what happened. Okay, and uh, Axe used to be the mass superstar, and if you oh. can get the ma- machines, the the machines were a tag team. Oh, and uh, Andre was one of them, and Smash, I mean Axe was one of them, and then Blackjack Mulligan was the other one. See, and I would confuse uh, Demolition with um... the Road Warriors. Oh, maybe that's it. Painted faces. Yeah, uh... painted art clowns. Doink? <laughs> no, not Doink. You have Doink. Yeah, I wish like, I had Little Doink or what's his name? Dink. Dink. Yeah. <laughs> I forget the name Dink. That's like when I forget someone's name and I'm like, sorry, what's your name? And they're like, Dink. Chris. I'm like, okay, I should have oh, remembered that one. Again, in hockey one time, oh, I was at a hockey school and the guy was taking everybody's names down and writing them down. Yeah. And and he goes, if you have a difficult name, spell it for me so I can spell it. And then the guy wasn't that bright. Yeah. So then he goes, what's your name? He was and, dumb as a... Dumb as a coach? Um, so he, um, so what he said was, he goes, what's your name? And before I said anything, my brother just spelled D I N K and he wrote it down and he looked and went dink. (laughs) Yeah. You're dink for the rest of the day. So I had dink on my tape, on my helmet. Everybody's like, you're up next dink. So I was like (laughs) dink for the rest of the hockey school and I didn't like it. Well, but that's, that's a that's a story. Yeah, that's so, a story. Let's talk like we're let's uh, close out the show here. We're pretty much done. But um we're going to uh It's gonna be Stone Cold again. See, I told you that's why I didn't think the Undertaker would be uh it's always Stone Cold. Um yeah. I have you compared. Uh, this is, I actually looked at one of my notes. Okay, finally. I know you said wrap it up, and now I kind of want to see if we got. To well, we got, we got, we can, okay. we can, we can push it for fifteen more minutes. Okay, so, so you compared uh, uh, wrestling and uh, comedy. comedy, which I only discovered uh, when I got into comedy how many comedians liked wrestling, and I yeah. just the whole comparison. And I was a substitute teacher for a while. No, uh, yeah, like like Bruce Hart. Yes. So one. So here we go. Okay. So Calgary. When I was in junior high, uh, one day gym teacher's not there. So Bruce Hart's our <sighs> wrestling teacher for that. <laughs> I know. Crazy. You know, you're not. Sam Walker's been on the show and he's talked about it's a very similar thing. But keep going. Yeah. And yeah. then when I became a substitute teacher, I subbed with Bruce Hart. Fuck your tag team with Bruce Hart. <laughs> I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, my brother was a phys ed teacher. I was subbing at his school, and Bruce your Hart brother was probably a phys ed teacher that was holding Owen Hart's job that he couldn't get. What? Owen Hart wanted no. Oh no, he wanted to be a fireman. Oh, Never mind. Yeah. Forget about my brother's that. Brother's also a fireman. I was. Oh, oh damn it! <laughs> so, anyways, go on. Uh, okay, so Bruce Hart. So, if the movie The Wrestler, yeah, for me, great. I liked it. Loved it. Incomplete because. Walk if Bruce Hart walks in, bleach blonde hair, yeah. vest, jeans, exactly the look of like what uh what he wears to the ring looks like in the oh. wrestler. Yeah. Missing something. Bruce always went he wore his wrestling boots. Yes. All the time. And I was like, why in the wrestler he should always have his like for me, I'm like, that's what it was missing for me. I thought because when I was a kid, I'm pretty sure he wore them. And then when we subbed, he was wearing the, that exact. When Sam Walker was telling me about having him as a substitute teacher in grade eight. Yeah. He said he would walk into the school and he would wear his wrestling gear, basically. Yeah. He had his wrestling boots. He wrestled in jeans. Yeah. He had his black leather jacket on. Oh, he'd wear right. the, He'd wear his glasses in the school. Yeah. And he'd walk through the halls. And everybody's like, oh, my God, 
And I'll be like, I'm, I'm like, are you telling me that Bruce Hart is the original Kenny Powers? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, to me, it sounds like, and then he'd be like, if you guys finish up early, I'll tell you a story about The Undertaker. Give you a hint. He's not really dead. Anyway. <laughs> That's amazing. So, so yeah, when I uh, recently, Chris Griffin, my buddy, uh, mm-hmm. and Andrew Roberts, who books shows, he's the guy who brought in. Um, Andrew also had the Dolph Ziggler show come in. Yeah. The DZ Comedy at Tour. At the Rio. Which I've been a part of. Yeah. So and and uh, and he had Bret Hart come in as well. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was in Vancouver at the time playing Yucks, and he's like, yeah, I'm there during the day and Saturday coming out. So I bought these figures. I called around. It's, I mean, yeah. Hitman's the hardest one to get in Calgary. Yeah. Because it's got everybody. Buys. But I they had them in the back or something. So I bought one for me. Griffin and Andrew had a bunch, so I was like, "If you want one, yeah, this, you can have it." Or, but Kevin Banner really wanted one, yeah. Uh, and Banner, and so I brought all of these to get signed. And uh, when I went up there, uh, <laughs> I was like, I kept uh, to Andrew because I looked up. I'm like, "What do their signatures look like?" And I was like, "Oh my god, hot pink! I can get this signed in hot pink." Yeah. So I was like, "Do I need to bring my own?" Andrew just laughed at me. He's like, "Dude, we have a box of like a hundred hot pink sharpies." Yeah. And he's like, "You don't need to." So I get there, I go on stage because uh, that's where he's like signing the meet and greet before the show and uh i come over and he picks up like a black or silver or something and i had to like stop and be like uh excuse me could you sign not bang he's like oh yeah right and he's doing that and that's when i told him uh i didn't know if he knew as a comedian there wasn't much like talking time yeah i think he was pretty tired from like there's a ton of people oh yeah and so i told him a bit of the bruce hart thing uh, that i was like oh i used to sub and i subbed with yeah. other and blah 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 anyways bruce hart story <laughs> that was my quick. I don't have much of a Bret Hart story. Like that's all right. That's a good one, but dude. This figure's unreal, uh, and the, yeah. so I was super pumped because he's like, "Oh yeah, do you want it uh, uh, like personalized or anything?" I was like, "No," because I was getting one signed for Banner as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No, no, you can just sign them." Uh, so Bruce Hart's uh, were like out in the field, just like <laughs> basically making sure kids don't die because uh, we don't have to like teach or anything. Yeah, We're just like supervising, and he's finds out to do comedy and then he starts telling me about like back in the day and going around to small towns and nobody gives a fuck that you're there he's like you set up the like it sounded like you like set up rings and bars and you shit. have to set up the rings yeah all yeah. the wrestlers set up the rings yeah yeah and he's like nobody cares you're there i'm like dude this is comedy like this is like nobody fucking cares we're here and nobody's laughing they yeah. don't even know the show's happening so it sounded super similar that way and then he told me a few funny stories uh and i wish i remembered the wrestlers names maybe if i was wearing i would but he said they're two around, and he's like, uh, there was this one big kind of dumb wrestler yeah. that also had a drug problem. Uh, Sounds like every of them. All yeah, of them. yeah. so maybe we don't need to narrow it down. But he's like, we used to pull pranks on them all, all the time. And uh, well, this one I didn't love because I love dogs, but they just like found a dog roaming around. And they kept the dog, and then they like when they went out to do the show, they put the like <laughs> stray dog in his room. Yeah, and then they slept axe lax underneath the door. What? No, 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 no okay, no. come on, come on. Okay, and yeah, just after, the, like, the guy walks in, and he got, <laughs> just gets attacked by a dog in his own room. <laughs> and I was like, okay, funny, also don't like this story because I love dogs so much, but the next story, like, killed me. He's like, yeah, we did this show uh, in this small town, and uh, I tell, it's a bunch of us, and we convince this dude, we go, um, hey, just, you know, as part of the uh, contract for the show, we have to go actually do, uh, like, a public speaking thing yeah at like an old folks home and uh the guy's like what all right he's like what is it about he's like well we got to talk to uh them about like dangers of drugs so they just pull up to like a random senior's home get out go in just start hauling old people out of their rooms into the main area <laughs> and setting up. And then this guy with a massive Coke problem stands up and, and all these old people are like, what are we doing here? And he's like, I'm here to talk to you guys about the dangers of cocaine. <laughs> God, did I love that. Oh, and that I have a feeling amazing. that person was this guy right here, uh, Jake the Snake no, Roberts. it was Jake because I would have remembered that. I would have remembered yeah. him. So, um... Million Dollar Man has been on the show, just to let you know. Really? Yeah. How much did he cost? Uh, nothing. He was actually fantastic. Oh. Um, actually, he, did, we, was Virgil there too? No, no. Virgil is Virgil's an idiot. Virgil, uh, oftentimes where, where they'll have these, con- where Virgil will go. Yeah. Like the Virgil will, say they have a Comic-Con, Virgil will call up and be like, yeah, how would you like Ted DiBiase and Virgil? They're like, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. And then, and then he shows up, he's like, oh, Ted couldn't make it. And then it's just Virgil. And so after a while, Ted had a reputation for not showing up for Comic-Cons. 
He didn't even know Virgil was doing this. <laughs> so then he, he had to sign too. What was the thing? He there's a famous. Yeah, it says Ted DiBiase and Virgil, and then he he folds it, <laughs> so it just no. says Virgil. Well, let me look it up. Anyways, Virgil me. goes to me. So Ted told me all about this, and then Virgil was like, one time I saw him, he's like, "Hey, you want to get a picture with Virgil?" I'm like, "I don't even want anything to do with you, Virgil, because you're not good. You're like, you're, Ted's a nice guy. Ted's great, but really, you know, yeah, Virgil." Oh, okay. So one of the figures uh, Scott got me that's coming my way. Yeah, yeah. Scott and Rory are uh, in Vancouver right now because Rory's directing Simon King's uh, comedy special. Ooh. And uh, so Scott <laughs> sounds spooky. Oh, that's Stephen King. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> so um, wouldn't it be great if Simon King's act was just ranting about Stephen King movies? <laughs> that would be. I would. I would enjoy that. He was that like, was and then there's a clown. The clown floats in the in the sea. And that red balloon, and you know he talks really fast. Is that it? Yeah, that's why. That's my Simon King impersonation. Sign right that's here. it, though. No, that's it. Oh, it is it. <laughs> <laughs> Watching uh, you process that was the uh, best. Is that it, though? Is that <laughs> is that it? Let me ask you four more times. <laughs> uh, chapter two. Anyways, uh, this virtual figure. Uh, he picked up for me when Toys R Us went uh, out of business in the States. And so okay. I ship stuff to him sometimes. I'll mm. ship stuff to Eddie, ship stuff to Griffin I when I tour around. Some of these figures I found, like uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuck. I yeah. found him in a store in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, just a random, like, friggin' uh, old toy store that was just sitting there. And, like, on eBay, this guy's, like, 60, 70 bucks there. It's like, can I get him for 25 Sure. I'm like, sweet. See, I cannot collect figures because if, this? because if i start with one yeah then I, like like right now i'm looking at your bret hart and yeah i have a bret hart pretty much wall and yeah. we have all bret hart stuff i was like i was like okay if i did get a bret hart figure i'd only get the simpsons one so then i'd get right. that autograph because then it technically it's not a wrestling thing it's a simpsons thing oh, okay and that would be okay somebody I think, asked me if i was getting that signed and i don't have i don't have the only simpsons one and i just got it recently one yeah. of the things i'd never thought i'd own is the donut hell oh yeah he gets force-fed donuts yeah i think so uh, but but i don't but other than that i've always like if i got brett then i'd have brett then the next thing would be i'd have to get the jerry and andy kaufman one together of yeah them together those were my first wrestling purchases was it was through comedy so yeah i got the the combo pack i actually have doubles of that don't even tell <laughs> me these things <laughs> and then i have the single one where he comes in a, a blue robe but those are my first just like associated with comedy loving coffee you know the whole the whole and andy goes you got the pile driver and jerry lawler's like okay you can get up the match is over and uh or, or, or Zamuda was the ref. He goes, you can go out and you get up to the matches over. And then Jerry's like, tell Andy to get up. He goes, Andy says he wants an ambulance. And Jerry Lawler's like, it's fucking $500 for an ambulance. <laughs> so so then this is in the 80s. That's a lot of money, right? So then he goes, so then all of a sudden, as Zamuda goes back to Andy and he's like, uh, he's, Jerry Lawler says it's too much. It's $500 for an ambulance. And he's like, tell him I'll fucking pay. It's all right. Get me an ambulance. And then, and then all of a sudden, he's like, Andy says he'll pay for the ambulance. He's not getting up. And then they're like, fuck. So they had to call the ambulance to come and actually take him out. And then, <laughs> and then Andy spent two or three days in the hospital yeah. just faking an injury. That's amazing. And he wouldn't, like, he was like, no, my neck. He was like, so he was like really, really, really selling it. That's insane. And, and it's just like, I love that. I love that, like. Tell Andy to get up. It's over. It's like, Andy wants an ambulance. <laughs> uh, uh, I just fucking love that. I love it. Um, uh, I, I had to make three notes. Okay. This will tie up some things. I okay. Think. But the cool. Virgil thing, Yeah. Uh, the figure he's bringing me, uh, Scott's bringing it to Griffin, who's then coming here because he's from Calgary, bring it to me. But the Virgil figure comes with a sign. They, made, they basically made fun of him, and it's his Comic-Con sign. Oh that yeah, he brings everywhere. It says Virgil WWE Superstar, yeah. which I think is amazing. And they he's not even now; that. he's he's with AEW now, so that's oh, uh, ooh, that's trouble. Anyway. But I'm pumped about that figure. I also got a Vince uh, McMahon blue jacket, old school Vince. Oh coming. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so that was the Virgil thing. What else? I got a oh pile driver. You mentioned pile driver, so I have a new joke about sixty nine ing. Oh, I thought you were going to say you bought the album pile driver, which is the second wrestling album. Oh damn no! With Coco Beware's hit song. 
pile driver. Coco be <laughs> which he never did. He never did a pile driver. He did a brain buster as his finisher. Oh, but he'd shit. be like singing about pile driver. Oh, okay. And then it'd just show him doing a brain buster over and over. I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite LGN figures uh, that I have is uh, Coco Beware. The other ones I, ha- I have the cards here. Do so you ever? Do you ever when somebody's drinking a hot chocolate? Do you ever be like, oh, is that good, Coco? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, it might be hot, so beware. Okay. Well, now I will now, I guess. That's a good one. <laughs> um, so I have this new joke about 69ing, and I talk about uh, how uh, have you guys ever tried the stand-up 69? Mm. Have you ever looked at that? And I go, that's where you're 69, the stand-up comedian. Oh, uh, yeah. And then I'm kind of doing the bit here. Now, now, too- now is anybody went, I'm sorry, anybody just heard your bit and be like, I'm sorry, but that's uh, not enough. <laughs> no, only you would. Enough is enough. <laughs> It's time for a change. <laughs> Nobody has done that, but I'll tell you about a heckle I had over this bit, which I think is... Uh, so, I'd be like... Uh, and I was like, uh, I don't even know how you get into that position. I go, all I know is somebody's just got to commit and cartwheel in. And then I'm like, once you're there, that is one wrong move away from a pile driver. So, I do this joke in Vancouver at yeah. the economy. It's, it's doing great. Ariane, who I mentioned before, Sloan comes up and goes, hey, just so you know... Um, that's a tombstone. And I was like, what are you talking about? A tombstone pile driver. Yeah. And In, she goes, oh, invented. okay, tombstone pile driver. Yes. But she goes, that's a tombstone. I go, yeah, but she goes, facing in is a tombstone. Facing out is a pile driver. And I was like, well, fuck. I go, but if I say tombstone. It- tombstone is a pile driver. Okay. But one time. There are different types of pile drivers. Fair Sloan. Enough. Come on the show. But the- <laughs> she will, I bet. But uh, she. Um, yeah, so then I was like, yeah, but if I say it's Tombstone, uh, you're, I'm going to lose a lot of the audience, except the wrestling fans are going to love gonna, it. Somebody's going to chant, I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's part of, it's a line Oh, from my God, Tombstone. I'm thinking wrestling. I love that. It's one of yeah. his best roles. Anyways, uh, I am doing a swingers club in Calgary. Weird, right? There's a comic. Dale Ward hosts a swingers club. It's insanely fun. I didn't want to do it because I'm like a germaphobe and yeah. scared of things. And so I was like, I'll do it, but I'll be arriving in a hazmat suit. Uh, and I do the show. They were insanely fun. Is that like a has suit? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a bit of a hack suit. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacks. Anyways. Okay. And so I do the 69ing joke, and some guy yells out, That's a tombstone. And I lose it. I go, are you fucking kidding me? And it was the same guy I was talking to earlier that talked about how he was being a nerd. And the first time he got laid was uh, in his parents' basement where he had all these dragon posters up and played D&D and all this stuff. And I'm like, of course the fucking dragon guy is the guy who's like, "Uh, excuse me, that's a tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought that would happen. But yeah, you're talking about heckling a bit. There was a wrestling fan that corrected me. The one guy, everybody else is like killing themselves, pile driver. This guy's like, that's a tombstone. Do you know who invented, we'll go out on this, who invented the tombstone pile driver? Uh, I do not. No, first of all, it was not called the tombstone when he ran it to, when he invented it. It was just a pile driver. Oh, okay. And uh, the man well, was it not Undertaker? No. Really? The inventor of the tombstone pile driver is a wrestler by the name of Don the Rock Morocco. Oh. Magnificent Morocco. How smart's that guy? Huh? Is, like, like, is he dumb? He's like a dumb. No, no, no. Guy. Well, he had Mr. Fuji is a manager. And a lot of times, the fans would chant "Beach Bum" at him because he was from Hawaii. So they wouldn't call him. Dumb. Imagine that you're from Hawaii, so they just say "Call you Beach Bum," and you're supposed to get upset. And you're like, Fuck "Yeah, I am a Beach Bum." <laughs> Have you been in Hawaii, you fucking losers? Wait, there's two rocks from Hawaii. Yeah, no, the rock is from the rock is no, it's the rock Samoan. is the rock is from I don't know where the fucking Samoa. Rock is from. from probably from Pennsylvania, from okay. Pittsburgh or something like that. Okay. that's where his dad lived. But he's from the Samoan Islands. Okay, and the Maritimes. Okay. So, um, hey, Chris, uh, it's a, uh, it's we we've done a full hour, so <laughs> I've got nothing to talk about. I, I still have things on my list. Yeah, for yeah. next time. For exactly, there will be a next time. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, and in between time. Yes. Tell us where we can find you online and uh, in, in in person. It's gonna be stone cold. I told you. Uh, you can find me uh, hilariouscomedian.com. Uh, my, you can also get there by going to shreddedginger.com. 
Okay. Uh, you can also get there by going to bestkaratebody.com. Bestkaratebody.com? Yeah, you can also get there by going to howyouguysdoingtonight.com and uh, you've got better than that.com. You, you have a lot of .coms. Yeah, I got a lot of them. Okay. Uh, my Instagram is at hilariouscomedian. Yep. Uh, my Twitter is LLGordonJ. Uh, and, uh, what now, is that because of the LJN things? No, that's oh, just cool coincidence. Is it meant Gordon's to be? cool. Anyways. Yep. Um, uh, what do I got coming up? I got a New Year's show here in Calgary. Check me out uh, if you want to go. Uh, check that out. Uh, follow me on Facebook or Instagram. I'll be uh, uh, promoting uh, that stuff. I'll be at the Comedy Cave in January in Calgary. Oh, that sounds uh, crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, January 14th uh, through 19th. So you can uh, check me out there. And then I'm going down to L.A. to make it and never come back. What? what? When are you going down to L.A.? For I'm what? going to L.A. Uh, d- uh, the 20th, the 23rd. All right. And you can catch me doing comedy in a mansion. Oh, Wednesday the twenty second on Eddie Delisepi's couch. <laughs> Probably that too. Okay, uh, January twenty second in L- Los Angeles, California. So that's well, pretty fun. That sounds like a lot of fun, folks. Uh, you can catch me anywhere. Um, I don't know. Uh, what do I, it's Christmas time. Uh, you can't catch me anywhere. No, no. I'd, uh, no it I, is hard because I'm done my Christmas shows. So you're like, what do you got coming up? I'm like, Christmas with my yeah. family? Do you guys De- want to come there? <laughs> December 28th. Check us out at the Neat Cafe or the Neat uh, at the Neat in uh, in Burnstown. Uh, I'll be uh, hosting the show there. And uh, Graham K will be there uh, closing out um, a great series of shows at the Neat that I've run uh, all year. Uh, so that'll be there. And uh, rumored uh, to be a... Uh, um, yes, strip club. Well, no, no, no. Oh. There's a rumor that um, that uh, John Dore might show up and be on part Ooh. of the show as well, but it's not 100% confirmed. Yeah. Uh, so that is a show. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, just check me out online. Um, Casey Corbin, the internet's number one Casey Corbin. Uh, oh, Google really? me. Is that yeah, true? yeah, it is true. There are a couple other fakers, but they're not real. <laughs> uh, unlike wrestling, which is, uh, folks. Can I can I do one more thing? I totally forgot. Yes. I think wrestling fans will really like this clip. If you do, you can get to it hilariouscomedian.com. But if you go on YouTube, Chris Gordon Comedy, I have a, a video of me setting up a heckler. So this is very, uh, I think, wrestling appropriate. Uh, it's got 2.2 million hits. Uh, so if you guys want to check that out, uh, it's uh, Chris Gordon invites heckler and destroys them. Can you imagine that? So just because you go viral doesn't mean you become famous. That's that's just you just prove that. Um, thank you. Yes. That, do I say thank you after that? Well, it's just a thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So check Chris out on the on the internet on the interwebs and uh, the heckler video. It's on YouTube. Uh, so check that out. Maybe we'll even post it on the Talking Wrestling Facebook page. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Why not? Or even on the Twitter. We can post it anywhere. So um, yeah. So hey, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for Chris Gordon, Chris Gorgeous, Chris Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Lyrical Miracle. Chris Kilstroyer. Um, Chris Thank you for joining us on the show today. And uh, thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears for another week. Until the next week, uh, we'll talk to you later. Have a great one. Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.